Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Where does Andrew keep going? Is there something I don't know? I don't know. He's got business to attend he to He really does. He just keeps walking out uh, and coming back with no donuts. Uh, George is here from uh, ThrottleNet. George Rosenthal. Good to see you. Good to see you. Is Happy New Year. the first of this year? It is. That seems yes, weird. I know. This it's crazy. This already seems weird. It does. I had to ask the front desk what day it was. I thought it was the 6th. It's the 8th already. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. Weird. Um, before we get into... IT and AI. Let's talk leftovers. Absolutely. Uh, we were having this discussion. I walked in on it, and I admire people who eat leftovers. Y- you'll yeah. have more money than me. It's it's so much less wasteful, uh, and it's not like every meal I have needs to be Capital Grill. Sure. But eating is an event to me, even just lunch with the guys, and... Uh, I just don't like leftovers. I'm like, this was good six hours ago. Now I want something new. However, uh, we all acknowledge that the air fryer is a game changer. Oh, yeah, big game time. changer. Like, See, that's the thing. Microwaving I, something just yeah. makes yeah. it weird. Well, this Soggy is what I push back on the leftovers thing is it, it, it is all about how you do it. Absolutely. And it, it depends on what it is, too. Like, oh, yeah. If you're, if you're warming up, like, uh, what is it, the uh, scampi allegrelia that I always get from, from uh, Pasta House. Pasta House. You got to do that on the stove top, in oh, the pan. Yeah, you're not microwaving Just a little that. bit of like olive oil to get it started, and then you put it all together, and it comes back to life. But yeah, if you microwave it, it's going to be weird. It's not going to. It's the textures are going to be off. It's not going to be the same. You think we'll just always have microwaves? I mean, I love them. Don't get me wrong; they're good for certain things. But if you have a good meal and you want to reheat it, it is not the way to go. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see what the rehydrator is like in Back to the Future. Remember, Back to the Future had the rehydrator, and they brought the little pizza into a big pizza? Here's something weird. We'll have to see what that's like someday. I want the Jetsons food thing. When can you make that happen, George? I don't know. we we got to work on that one. I saw something today that if Back to the Future happened today, he would be going back to 1994. Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. When you were three years old. Yep. The way that it was. That's a wake up. I think I saw this, too. Like, the way it was framed was that was in 85, right? Yeah. And they went back to 1955. Yeah. Right. Right. So, yeah, they were closer to 1955 than we are to the creation of the movie in 1985. 
I don't like that. Yikes. I don't like any of those I don't things. like that at all. No. What I, happened? Uh, maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe I'm falling for more propaganda, but I'm into the moon missions. Yeah, yeah. One of the guys going is a Glover, so let's screw that ah. up. Uh, but they launched one today, a, a private company, which is still weird to me, that just private companies. Yeah. Uh, but it's having some troubles. I'm not sure how bad the, the technical troubles are, but I don't know if you guys saw this story. It's a power issue. Yeah. Uh, this was fascinating. I think most good people are very sensitive to Native American issues and values. Uh, those people have been through, through a lot. Uh, and the Navajo Nation said, because in, in this launch, we're going to land something on the moon. And part of it is going to be human remains, that there are about 60 people who are cremated and their DNA, and they're going to make their final resting place the moon. Uh, I personally think that's cool. I would love my ashes to be on the moon. Again, selfishly, because I self-aggrandize myself so that the kids can look up at the moon and cry and be like, Dad, he's uh, up there. <laughs> but the Navajo Nation said, we don't like this at all. The moon is very sacred to us. We don't think it should be a place for human remains. And uh, NASA basically said, thank you for your input. We respect you. Now shut up. We're going to go put human remains there. And I thought that was a really interesting topic. Uh, I thought the fact that they heard them out and said no was very interesting. That doesn't happen much anymore. Uh, but, yeah, I just thought that was kind of a. You know, some of them are Star Trek um, actual stars from the Star Trek shows. Really? Yes. Yeah, some of those 60 people plus, yeah. So they, they apparently they had like a big fuel problem, and now they've aimed the ship at the sun and opened up the solar panels to try and gain some power from that, but they don't think it's going to make it all the way there. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, just to put it out there, in case you want to join me, uh, we're sending some sort of a probe to Europa, uh, which is one of the Martian planets where they think that there may be, is it Martian or Saturn? The moons, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the moons of Saturn, yeah. Uh, Where they think there may be life, and they're going to land something there, and two million people can have your name etched, uh, engraved somehow. Yes, with a laser. With a laser. Yes, I saw this. Did you do it? Oh, nice. Did Did you do it? Oh, I almost did it before Christmas. You're going to be on Europa? It's not like when I became Count Chocula. That cost me 1300 bucks. Yeah. But uh, but that was free. You You can Google it. You can go there. You just type it in. They send you a little certificate. Pretty neat. Fun. Yeah, they're putting yeah. on this little microchip. It's all lasered, real, real small. Is, That's pretty is, neat, David. Is Europa the place where it's covered in ice and they found water underneath the ice? I believe so. Or is it Titan that was like that? I, to me, they're all like that. Okay, Io, yeah. you know, Ganymede, they're all like, I don't know which it is. Yeah, yeah was, so now the, the aliens are going to show up, find that, go, who do we need to kill? And they'll yeah. be like, well, there's two million <laughs> names. Well, we started off with a who list. Who has the hubris to put their name on this? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. They will be first against the wall. <laughs> What's new in your world? Well, I'll tell you, one of the fun things I saw in AI was, and, and Wheels, you'll get an appreciation out of this one, is that the Columbus Dispatch tried to use AI solely just to report on a high school football game, and it failed miserably. Let me tell you, this, the sports, good. sports writers out there them. have no worries right now for their job. Oh. It, it was that bad. Really? It was so bad. They, they actually trusted it to the point where they didn't even proofread it and just published it. Yeah. And all the people who read this wrote in and said, did you even read your own article? One of the, the headlines was, a close encounter of the athletic kind. Wow, it's a high school football game. They miss uh, t- the AI mistyped the team several times. Had placeholders where it would say like "winning team mascot place here," 
instead of actually the person typing it in there. So from a technical so, standpoint, why would AI do that? Where is it lacking? Well, I, here's the thing. It's lacking in details, and it doesn't understand how the sport works. It couldn't properly under, uh, you know, recite plays and how the game actually unfolded because it doesn't understand the sport. It's just a language model that's putting in what it thinks the next letter or word should be, and it doesn't understand what it's actually writing. It's not thinking, and I think they were trying to go a little bit too far. Now, Google is actually creating a system that's going to help. They have, they put in quotes, help journalists make their stories better. Um, but again, we're years and years and years away from any of that. I think human journalists are going to be needed a long, long time, especially sports reporters, Kevin. So that's a very, very good thing. Yeah, I mean, SI.com tried it. Yeah. And they didn't tell anybody. They created fake, we talked about this, right? They've Mm -hmm. they've created fake um, biographies. Like, like they were real people. Wow. And like, this guy loves like, sports he and loves he likes to mow the being grass. in the outdoors. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was really bad. That's really terrible. Bad. Yeah. So, well, I mean, as good as AI is getting, that's one thing that, uh, that job is safe for a long time. Uh, one of the, here's the fascinating thing. I figured, you know, we're starting off the new year. MIT came out with their four hottest trends for the next coming year. And I thought these were pretty neat. Um, one of these, definitely ThrottleNet's going to be all over, uh, is the customized AI chatbots everywhere. So if you're used to going on to like uh, any type of site and using a chatbot, sometimes they're robotic, sometimes you're talking to a person, most of the time you're not. They're going to be integrating AI into all of this. And who's pushing this is big time is OpenAI and Google. And they're betting, what they're calling is, they're betting big on the small take, meaning they're going to be putting chatbots into every medium, small, large businesses to try and get their systems integrated into as many places as possible to get it worldwide as fast mm-hmm. as possible than their competitor. You know, uh, you'll totally get this because it's your business, but sometimes when you roll something out too early, say, for example, Heinz ketchup. Yep. Rather than waiting for the 57 ingredients, they went with 32. And people are like, if you try it, Heinz ketchup, it sucks. And that's the way we all feel about chatbots. Right. Right they're now, gonna they're terrible. They're going to have to go over the top yes. good for us to, Yep. you know. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. You know who is doing that right now is Amazon. I don't know if you've seen, if you guys have not, do you, any, we have any Echo users in here? I won't say your name. If you do use Echo <laughs> and you're out there, uh, go out and look at the new videos of AI being integrated into Amazon Echo. It is just awesome. It's a full-blown conversation with someone in your living room. Instead of giving it commands that you have to memorize, you know, say her name, then say, turn on living room lights. Yeah. You don't have to do that anymore. You just walk in and have a conversation like, here's what I'd like to do today. I'd like to cook dinner. I'd like to make chicken, so-and-so. Turn the living room lights on. This is the movie I want to watch. Yeah. And it will just go and do it all for you. It's it's just fascinating what's coming out. And that, that should be out early this year. Can I Dave Glover that for of you? Of course, please. Uh, I was reading an article today, believe it or not, true article, that you should never use wet wipes to wipe because it can take away some of the good bacteria. And we shouldn't even be using toilet paper. We should all be using bidets. And now you can link it to Alexa no. or oh, Echo, that's whatever great. it is. That's so, great. yeah, so Amazon can now wipe your butt. Wow. That's nice. it's official. IT is our technology has now come to the <laughs> right. point. What, what we can all relate a, to it. It's right now. All all of us can come together as one. <laughs> so I want to throw this at the tech guy because since we're talking about the in-home voice command systems, yes, I saw a TikTok from a retired FBI guy who said, "Don't ever have those things. Basically, you're opening yourself up to be hacked and spied on." I would one thousand percent agree. 
Oh, all right. I would. And here's why. I mean, I, I gave into the Big Brother thing a long, long time ago yeah. in a galaxy far, far right. away. So you just every have to come room, to terms with it. I, I have. I've got them in every room of my house. I can talk to it in my car. I can talk. My refrigerator has it built in for crying out loud. I can talk to my refrigerator and it'll talk back to me like that. But that person is 100% correct. <laughs> Everything that you say, they are listening to. And anybody who doesn't believe me, go out to YouTube, type in cat couple test uh, echo. This, this couple never owned a cat, never had a cat, hated cats. They were only dog people. They did an experiment for two weeks in their kitchen. All they talked about for two weeks when it came to animals was cats, cat litter, cat food, cat, this type of breed of cat, that type of cat. Never looked that up on the Internet, never did anything like that. Within a week or so, they started seeing ads on their web browsers. They started getting mailers in their in their mailbox about cats and cat litter and, and PetSmart uh, coupons. They're, it's listening to you, and it's selling that data to the Rachel, rest of the was world. was there one last week? Do you remember? Hmm. You and I had a single conversation. Yeah. In I the don't office. remember, but it, you got the ad for it. Yeah, she and I had a single conversation in the office about something weird. Sure. And then I got an ad for it or TikTok. I think it was TikTok. Oh, I know what it was. I've been having a, an issue with my shoulder. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. I have some sort of a nerve thing going on. Okay. I just told my friend about it. Yep. That was it. Didn't text her. Nothing. And then that night, I went home, watched TikTok. Three of the first 10 videos were, hey, you ever have this pain? And I'm like, shut up. So, but that was just okay. off your phone, right? That's, That's not off, off of one of these yeah. other systems. Well, because if you have, well, if you have Siri on, if, if you're, an, 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 you know, if you have that on, it's listening it's to you for you to say that Alexa phrase, hey, Amazon Siri. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So be aware of that. No, that person's not wrong. Um, <laughs> it really is. The, one of the things, there's two things real quick. For the sake of time, I know we have 10 months until an election. And MIT and their top four things to look out for this year. Number two was election disinformation will be everywhere no matter what side you're on. Mm. And one of the examples I had to share with you guys was in Slovakia, of all places, there is a deep fake of a liberal pro-European party leader. And it's threatening to raise, they're putting out all these videos and all this fake audio of this, of this candidate. One of the biggest threats to the people of Slovakia when it comes to voting was raising the price of beer. So everywhere you look, there's a video, avatar, voice written of this candidate saying that they're going to raise the price of beer in Slovakia in order to win the votes for the other person. So one of the things that MIT said that that we are going to have to, they said, the quote, here's the quote, get ready for a massive real-time experiment in busting AI-generated fake news. So that is going to be the next 10 months of our lives. um, How do I want to approach this? Uh, well, I'll just say it straight out. We're we're going into the first election after the first election that had serious allegations of being rigged. And it just so happens to uh, coincide with our highest level of technology. It does, yes. But that technology is also being used a great deal to fake things. Absolutely. Are we living in like a post-trust society for a couple generations? I don't even know that it's post. I think it's just beginning. I honestly do. I, I think we, we the fake news thing was fake news where somebody comes up with their own article, feeds it into whatever media they want to feed it into. This is we're talking automated artificial intelligence reaching out on its own based on what somebody told it to do in characters and, yeah. and so forth and commands. 
What and fake news was fake news when it was written down. Now we're talking about fake video. We're talking about fake audio. Yeah. We're talking about somebody's oh, voice. Can I? We're gonna hold you over. So don't worry okay, about the time. Sure. Sure. Can I tell you guys something? Uh, Saturday night, I think maybe it was. I was by myself. Uh, I mean, I'm a grown man, but uh, I was watching TikTok. And the Miami thing, Kevin, you wanted to talk about yeah, the where mall. like hundreds Bayside. of police cars were there. And it was, there were aliens, there were shadow aliens, and I saw them and blah. And the cops were like, no, there were kids with fireworks. Okay, so I saw that, and I'm like, whatever. Then I kept seeing it, and then I kept seeing these videos of weird things in the sky, which took me a long time to realize people were just making them with AI. Yes. But yes. I was like, I was getting a little war of the worlds. I yeah. was getting a little There's upset. a lot of, lot of clout chasing by people. That's, that's part of the reason I wanted to bring it up was there's never anything clear in any of these videos. Well, it's all cloudy and shadowy. Clear. Well, the yeah. skies. The sky things. But those are, you're right, those are all faked. They didn't really but happen. faked so well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, look at look at Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I haven't seen it. The, the most recent Indiana Jones, he, he, you know, he's approaching eighty years old. I don't know if you saw the movie, yeah, but did. they use deep fake AI to represent him as a younger Harrison Ford. And they, the studios, Paramount and Disney, said that is just the beginning. DGS on KMOX. Happy Monday to you. George Rosenthal from Throttle Net is here. Uh, what other item do you have for us? Well, back on what we were talking about with the deep fake video and Indiana Jones and that kind of thing, here's something I think that businesses can actually use. This was really neat to think of is that uh, in 2024, one of the big advancements is going to be deep faking for marketing and training purposes. So if you want to shoot a series of training videos for your team or new hires or whatever it may be, you'll be able to hire an actor have them read one script, and then from there, use their likeness of the video you shot with the audio you have, and then at the push of a button, be able to insert a script and reproduce that person's look, feel, mannerisms, and in as many videos as you want. So that's something that's really, I mean, the bummer is for the actor. Obviously, yeah. they're not going to get as paid as much, or maybe they charge more up front to make up the difference of what they would use for you using their likeness. Mm -hmm. uh, but what's nice is that businesses are going to be, no matter what size, are going to be able to take advantage of creating uh, marketing and training videos um, at the push of a button without having to reinvent the wheel every time. Uh, so this is all coming, just to recap, uh, this is the top four things that uh, MIT is expecting from AI. And the fourth one that they had was fascinating, was robots multitasking. So right now, in the past, you've had a robot that can pick up a spoon. Or I don't know if you saw Tesla's robot. Oh, yeah. and if you haven't seen that guy, oh, man. You did they go, go after a worker? I, I think it did. I think it did. Hey, there's some bugs in the system, Dave. Come on. <laughs> the robot chases the guy out of the building. It's all right, you know. Uh, but, but if you haven't seen, for those of you out there who haven't seen the Tesla robot, it's fascinating. It has uh, real textured pressure points in their fingers mm -hmm. so they can pick up eggs and crack them and so forth. Um, one of the things they're working on is, is the multimodal models. What does that mean? It means one AI being able to do more than just text or more than just create a picture or a video or pick up an egg with its hand. But being one AI, their, their main focus, and this is kind of scary, Kevin, because it goes back to what you and I were talking about months and months and months ago of bringing all this AI together into one robot that now knows everything from a tech standpoint, everything from images that humans have created, artwork, music, video, everything, and then on top of that, be able to bring that into the kitchen and pick up a knife and, and do things that we... <laughs> so we're getting to that point, but the multimodal AI models are huge. Now, why is this a big deal for everybody in the general world? It isn't just robots when they get here in 10 years, but it's cybersecurity. This is, you're talking about the ability that one AI system can create images, 
can create voices and create text and combine that into phone calls that are socially engineering you and your people that are trying to not just steal money from grandma in a, in a phone call that's like, hey, this is Microsoft support calling, but this is people calling your employees and saying, hey, I, want, I need to get into the network and I'm brand new. Can you please give me a password or I, I really need to get in there. I'm, I'm going to get fired. And they, it, this isn't even a person talking. This is AI how calling long, <clears throat> millions of people at once. How long until like a, a political candidate who surrounds themselves with consultants, you know, how long until one of those is an AI? Where it's like, you know what, I'm going to go, let me go talk to whatever. I actually think we're there. Do you? I do. Uh, they're 1,000% from everything, all the research, everything I've learned. I think it's not, but it's not like I'm going to go consult AI this just yet. It's we're going to use AI on every single message we put out to the public. We're going to use AI on every single bad message that comes in and have it help us figure out how to combat it and make it positive again. It's literally going to be AI will be the assistant to every single campaign running in the next 10 months. Whew. Thank you, George. Throttlenet.com slash DGS. Thank you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 236 DGS, happy Monday to you. Dave Murray joins us one hour from now. I know we have some weather coming in tonight. We have even more coming in tomorrow. So... Uh, you know, I hate to be selfish. I'm one of those guys. I drive a, a Jeep Rubicon with brand new tires. Thanks to Greg Damon at Sparks. Uh, so bring it on. I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I love the, one of the, the first year I had it, we had like a 10 inch snow and Nick would have been, well, 10 years ago. So he would have been 18 and, uh, we went out into that and just had a blast. So I'm, I'm excited. Can Fine. I just say hard no in the rear wheel drive sports car? With the spoiler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might keep me on the road. Yeah. <laughs> might need that. 
Don't keep me from yeah, spinning well, around, though. 15-year-old sedan with uh, 17-year-old tires. Dude, you need to go get those new tires. <laughs> I do. I do. I've been I've been spinning wheels, no pun intended. I'll be curious to see what he, what, what uh, Dave says, too, because I'm like, when I'm, I know the apps are garbage, but they don't show anything below like 35, 36 degrees. Hmm. AccuWeather, we'll talk to Dave, but yeah, AccuWeather yeah. seems like it's maybe no, not a huge deal. Yeah. Three inches maybe, which isn't, which isn't so bad. Three inches sucks. Three inches is a very big deal. Um, <laughs> that, destroy, that locks down St. Louis. What are you talking about? Let's do some sports, and I will start with something everyone can relate too, and that is people are pissed that the Chiefs game <laughs> is going to be on Peacock yeah. and not on NBC. You know, I, I understand because not everybody has it, right? I mean, I don't have it unless yeah. I have it. And I don't know. Yeah, I, I know. I know the. I know that professional sports leagues have been getting big rights fees from Amazon, Apple, Apple and all of that, and you know, I, I don't have Peacock. That's a game that I just won't see this year. But if I were a Chiefs fan, now I don't know. What I don't know is, are they showing that on a broadcast channel in Kansas City and in Miami? I don't know. Because sometimes that's what they do. They'll take that game and they'll make sure that it's on, like Peacock will be on the NBC station, perhaps in Kansas City. I haven't looked into that. I don't know. But I think all of us that would normally want to watch a, a playoff game like that will say, well, damn it. But I mean, everything you get is free. <laughs> You know, like you're getting every Sunday is free to you on NB, on Fox and CBS. And the reason they're doing all of this is because this gets them paid direct fees to put these games on. Like it's more revenue. Um, so I know that it bothers me and I hate it because, look, I mean, you're getting money from Fox and CBS and all that, too. But that's regular season. The postseason schedule, you know, the. It's hard to me hard to me hard for me to complain about something that I've been getting at no cost to me my entire life. But that's why it sucks. But remember, yeah. remember when we're used to it. Remember here when Cardinals games used to be on local broadcast TV, and when that stopped, it yeah. pissed people off. Does anybody and, talk about it anymore? And I, I agree with you. We're not paying for no one's paying for this right now. Right. But they got to listen to me talk about. Weber Chevrolet. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, if yeah. I watch the Chiefs on NBC, I have to watch an ad for Windows. Yep. I mean, that's a, a bargain we're all making. That's yep. the thing that's so frustrating about these streaming services is when you still have to watch an ad. Right. I'm already yeah. paying. So, so what is the ad for? Great point. Because if you're swear, watching on Peacock, there will be commercials. I yeah. swear that when I was a kid and cable started, it was so that you did not have commercials. Mm -hmm. For certain things, but like MTV always did. You know, like... HBO didn't, you know, Showtime didn't, the movies didn't, but like you did if you were watching, you know, WGN or what was it, WOR in New York or whatever. So let's talk some baseball. Here at KMOX, obviously, we have a special relationship with the Cardinals, yep. with the flagship, and I hear about it all the time with the marketing. We have winter warm-up, we have pitchers catchers, we have spring training, and then boom, here we are. Yep. It's it's moving fast, is my point. Yeah, you know, we're five weeks away from spring training. Uh, by the way, the Cardinals made a move today. Um, this is a front office move. So they hired a guy named Heim Bloom, who used to be in head of, uh, the head of baseball operations for the Red Sox. Okay, He got let go a year ago. It's an interesting situation. But this is one of the first times in a long time that they've brought in a high-ranking executive from outside the team to bring a new perspective on how they're doing things, which I find to be fascinating. Because one of the themes of this offseason is – figuring out what they've been doing wrong and correcting it, right? So they by bringing Bloom in, there are I'm already getting people asking me is he the successor to Mo? 
You know, are they bringing him in because, you know, they know Mo is going to step down in a year or two because his contract's up, I think, after 25. What's he being brought in as? Well, so he's an advisor to John Mosellock. Are there Um, lots of those guys? A lot of teams have them. Yeah. I mean, there are usually, you know, they're they're usually called special assistant to the general manager. But in this case, Mo's not the general manager. He's the president of baseball operations. So an advisor to the president of baseball operations. It might be that. It might simply be, look, we, we, we see that we have... Um, blind spots, mm-hmm. and maybe somebody who see, can look at us from a different perspective can help us fill those yeah. in. And I know why a lot of St. Louis people are thinking about line of succession because it's similar, although not exactly the same, as to when the Blues hired Doug Armstrong to come in and be the assistant to Larry Plo when Larry Plo was the GM. They knew that Larry Plo was planning on retiring in the not too distant future. And they wanted, you know, and and we didn't we, they didn't announce it, but I think everybody kind of assumed that Doug Armstrong would eventually take over. Fifties? Um, yeah, he doesn't seem. He's not. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Put it this two. way, he's not a retiring guy. Okay. If he were to step away from that, it would probably be because he wants to do something different. Yeah. Whether that's different with the Cardinals or different, like with Major League Baseball. Okay. So we got Sonny Gray. Yep. That's the big one. That's the big one. Kittredge. Uh, Andrew Kittredge was the guy they picked up late Friday. Yeah. Who is a very solid reliever slider guy? Yeah, we we got rid of uh, some guys that we clearly didn't want or didn't yeah. want their Tyler salaries. Tyler O'Neill, yeah, yeah. But that's about what we've done. Well, that and they brought in two starting pitchers. Lance Lynn came right, right, back, right, and right. then and Kyle Gibson. So those are the moves. Who right? are kind of betting on the come as far as we're betting you're going to be better than you were. In, when you kind of sucked last year. In Lynn's case, yes. They're yeah. betting on a significant improvement because he was terrible last year, and he'd be the first to tell you that. Uh, Gibson, they just want him to be what he's been. Yeah. Just go get us 200 innings, 190 innings, and what in keep it in games. What, in your opinion, is the move we really need to make, and what, in your opinion, is the move we might make? As far as positional, not so much a guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to do anything with the lineup I mean, unless they're going to think about a bench player. I don't think the starting lineup is going to be changed. Um, I know what fans want and what I think I would love would be an, an addition to a higher end starting pitcher via trade or whatever, but I don't think it doesn't sound like that's coming. Um, it sounds like, like a Sunny gray or like somebody at that level. Yeah. Somebody that would fit at the top, like ahead of Michaelis and Lynn and Gibson. And if you did that, you'd probably move on from Steven Matz or maybe move him to the bullpen. But I would love that. I think that would do a lot, but it's going to cost you a lot whether it's money or, you know, young players that you don't want to trade, like Nolan Gorman is kind of guys. Is Helsley, as far as we know, healthy and that's, good to go for the closer? Sounds like it. But it, that's the thing I think is still possible, is another bullpen guy. It's not a lock. They might be end up deciding they're happy with what they have and they'll roll with it. I would love another bullpen guy that is a yes. Not a we'll see, not a yeah. hopefully, not we'll find out. Uh, because, you know, look, Helsley is a yes if he's healthy. You know, Giovanni Gallegos is an if because he stunk last year based on his standards. Jojo Romero has never been a late inning reliever for a full season in his career. He only had the second half of last year. And otherwise, he's been a bounce between the AAA and the majors type guy. Uh, Kittredge, he's he's good. He was an all-star in 2021 um, and was good last year coming off Tommy John. But he's 34 and not that far removed from Tommy John. Like, there are too many ifs. There are too many, uh, you know, Andre Palante. Is he going to be good like he was two years ago or struggle like he did last year? We need one more. I'd say one more yes. Let me get a little bit in the weeds. So I used to play a lot of fantasy football. Haven't in about five years. So I'm a little bit behind. But I remember, like, everyone's first uh, pick was always a running back. 
And then lately, when I just kind of peer into the window, it's like, oh, yeah, don't waste your time on a running back. Nope. Nope. Uh, is it becoming like that in baseball with pitchers and position players? A little bit. A little bit. It, it, and it depends on the team, right? Some teams, starting pitchers are are more and more risky because they're not pitching as much. I mean, they're two times through the order and they're getting them out or five innings and they're getting them out. And the Cardinals don't really have that philosophy. They still want their starters to go six, seven innings if they can get it done. But yeah, that's it's it's not exactly the same, but it's a similar thing to what you're talking about. The problem with running backs in the NFL from that fantasy perspective is there's only a few that are like full-time the guy. And in other places, you have timeshares. This guy's going to play on passing downs. This guy's going to play on first and second down. This is the goal line guy. And understanding that devalues the position typically. And based on that idea, yeah, I think to a degree, starting pitching is being devalued. Yeah. Now, the high-end guys have even more value than ever before, which is why you're seeing a guy like, Jor- uh, not Jordan, but a guy like Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who's never thrown a pitch in the United States, getting $300 million. Really quick last question, because uh, it's very Sandlot. Uh, the uh, New Orleans Saints, at the end of the game where they were winning handily, were supposed to take a knee, and they scored, and the opposing coach really read the right act to the New Orleans Saints coach, who's apologized. Yeah. Stuff happens like that, man. I mean, like, I asked that same question yesterday. Um, I was watching the end of the Lions game, and they could have knelt down and, and killed the clock, but they kept throwing the ball, and they kept throwing the ball to Josh Reynolds. And it turns out that he was, like, 10 yards away uh, from a, a $250,000 bonus, and the coaches were trying to do right by a guy who's basically a dirty work guy. That's a lot of money for him. Yeah. And I don't know if it was something similar or, you know, same kind of idea, um, but – Typically, when you don't need to score, it is frowned upon. Two DGS and Camel X. Rach, what's the best pro guy? You guys haven't seen that? Oh, I saw it. Oh, I, I saw, saw it. a whole lot of it. haven't seen it. It was all over Twitter. This man, let me get the story out here, uh, crashed his car. Okay, so this happened in Alabama. He's in, a man is in police custody after he stripped and jumped into a massive aquarium at the Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> Skinny dipping at the Bass Pro Oh, yeah. Who hasn't? So uh, a 42-year-old man named George Owens crashed his car into a pole in the parking lot of the Bass Pro. Then he got out of the car, car, stripped off all of his clothes, and ran into the store and did a cannonball into the aquarium. Later, he walked over and stood under a waterfall. Naturally, the other shoppers were stunned and people were taking photos of the Uh, unfortunate event. And unfortunately, those photos are all over Twitter, and you can see everything this guy has going on. Well, why? Do we know? Did uh, Lonesome George give us a reason? Uh, it's unclear if he had if, if he was on something or if he had a breakdown, but he mm. is being evaluated for all of those sort mm. of things. I <laughs> wish George the best. I saw a creator on TikTok who pretended to be his wife and was like, don't judge my husband. <laughs> it was really pretty funny. He's been charged with public lewdness, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, assault on a police officer, criminal oh, mischief, yeah. and reckless endangerment. All fair. <laughs> well, don't do that. There's a really great photo of him just like laying outside of the aquarium like he's just <laughs> giving up on life. I mean, it was, it's terrible to laugh because who knows what he was right. going through, but it is pretty funny I mean, just in a vacuum. When people get naked in public, it tends to get laughs. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. It I'm, com- pretty- I'm comfortable saying it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty funny. 39% of people say that they feel low energy at least four days a week. How many? 39%. I think that's low. 
<laughs> yeah, Low energy like, reach over here. Yeah, it seems like that should maybe be uh, 100%. <laughs> 100% of Andrew's feel. What are you judging on, though? Like, it's lower than what? Yeah, good point. Than when you were 25? Yeah. Or or lower than, like... Lower I mean, than you, know, you would like to do this Yeah, you know job. when you would have, like, high energy. You have, like, high energy days. We all have high energy days. But then there are also the days where you're just like, wow. Do you remember a time where you're like, wow, I have a ton of energy? Because for me, it was when I was about 21 and I first started drinking coffee every day. I was mm. like, wow, this stuff makes me feel like a superhero. I can get yeah. anything done. <laughs> the last time I drank... A Panera lemonade that has all the caffeine. Yeah. I I felt like I could run the world. Oh, man. Every guy out there is going to relate to this. So there's a basketball court <clears throat> near where I live, and I was walking, and there's no one on it. Now, I've never been able to dunk a basketball, not even close, but I could always, like, you know, run up and jump up and grab the net and stuff. And I was wearing uh, uh, Birkenstocks oh, with socks. No. Sure. And I hadn't warmed up. But I jumped up and didn't hit the net. And uh -oh. I, I was like, oh, my God. Uh -oh. oh, my God. That's the first time since I was in ninth grade. And so, you couldn't touch net? So I walked around, <sighs> came back, jumped up, hit it, and I was like, oh, thank God. But it was like a... <laughs> I love that you were wearing sandals and you were like, I'm losing it. Yep. I'm losing my athletic ability. I mean, yeah. like, for a guy, you get that. Yeah. You're, you're like, oh, come oh, on. La last night, so I kind of was, I was talking to my wife, standing in my living room and just like messing around, wandering back and forth. And I kind of got on my tippy toes and I slapped the ceiling. And she was so impressed. She was like, you can touch the ceiling because she's short. And I was like, oh, you bet I can. And yeah. then I tried it again and I like couldn't quite get there. And I'm Dave, like, no. should have left it well enough alone. No, I know. I will be absolutely crushed the day I can't touch net. That will end me. It's been like since you're like since you're in fifth grade, you're like I gotta touch the net. No one around, yeah. no one saw it. Yep. But I had to yep. do it until I did. I don't think I can touch. Net. I'm with you. I would too. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 